0: Welcome to another episode of the Impel 4 Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Leon. Today I have with my fellows. this is Maurice, and y'all know Larry already. And today is just the Father's Day weekend, so we can go to talk about fathers, you know, yep. things like that. Definitely. Reese, how many kids you have, man?
1: Yeah, I got two, man. Um, my oldest yeah. is my daughter, Sophia. She is uh, seven. She turns eight in July, mm. and July 27th. And I have a six-year-old son. His name is Alex, Alexander Maurice. All right. He's six. Um, and we actually having another one. My wife and I just found that's out. What's up, man. Yeah, another, like, about a week or two ago. Congratulations. We're a a, about a week ago? A third, yeah. Yeah.
2: Man. yeah. Congratulations, yeah. man. Yeah. So, that's, that's good timing, man. Yeah, we've been good We've time. been married for
1: 11 years. And, um,
2: yeah, 11 now, was years. Was that your plan, though, to, to have a kid by Father's Day? <laughs> no, I like, know. It, it kind of worked
1: out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's what's up. Um, the due date is until, like, January, so yeah. we got some time to wait. But... Yeah, to just try and get a, ready. Yeah, yeah. We, we've been wanting another one for a while. You know, um, okay. just not sure what that look like. You kind of get settled into a norm. Like mm-hmm. I know with two kids is like one on one. You know what I mean? Me and my wife. Yeah. Now it's gonna change be like, the
2: dynamic a little bit. Hit me with the triangle every, every right? time. Yeah, <laughs> right. every time you add one. Right, right. Change dynamic a little bit. It gets a little more interesting. Yeah, each kid, man. So because. Yeah. I got five of them.
1: Okay, got
2: two two girls and three boys. Okay, and my girls are older and my boys are a little younger.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so it gets different every time, man. Every time you think you got to figure it out, they switch it up on you. They, they hit you with a crossover.
1: Yeah, so, I, know, I know. that feeling now, man. Yeah, I,
2: yeah, it's fun. Well, I only got
1: two.
0: So okay, that's yeah. all I'm having. Cause you got two girls, right? Yeah, two girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How yeah. old are your girls? Fifteen and twelve. Yeah,
2: yeah
1: wow. that's the that's yeah. that age right there. That's though. A, that's the statesman right. here. Yeah. Yeah. man, <laughs> that's that
2: age when they start looking at the world with different eyes, mm-hmm. and the, they start getting more curious. Mm. Like, oh, what's going on over there? Like, yeah. you know, because they see They can see so much more from a, a older perspective. Sure, you sure. know, it ain't it ain't all about Disney movies no more with them right. now. You know nah, what I mean? Like, let's, let's,
1: they're growing up now. So yeah. I think yeah, that's real. Like, one of the things that my wife and I try to think through is. You know, it is true that when your kids get older, mm-hmm. they're going to be investigating the world in different kinds of ways. Facts. But our kids investigate the world from a young age, too. Like, yeah. if you look at my, my son, he's digging in the dirt. And, yeah. and I mean, he's yeah. investigating the world oh, as okay. he sees it. Let me look at it this way. Yeah, Let me put said,
2: it this way. So, as your kids start growing up, yeah. like, their perspective changed from that very Childlike imagination, sure, sure. and now they start becoming into like more inquisitive. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? Like, what's already happening in the yeah. world? Instead of them putting their imagination into the world, sure. now they starting to be influenced. Yeah, and yeah. that's where you got to be careful at. That
1: is, that is true. Yeah, you know, um, one of the things we we do, uh, we have a category these these things that we use mm-hmm. um, called form and fill. Okay, so, excuse me, form and fill is basically this. Like in the Bible, we see God. Uh, creating the world or speaking the world into existence you know the the hebrew term there is ex nihilo out of nothing okay right but he doesn't place uh whatever is going to live in a place without the place being there yeah right yeah. so he yeah. forms a category forms a place like dry land that means the beasts of the field the humans etc cetera, etc cetera, gonna live on the land the birds they are going to need the air yeah the fish need the water but you don't See the fish before you get the water, exactly, you don't see the, exactly. the, the, the yeah. animals, they're the just not the in the, the void, right? So, so form and fill is basically we want it for our kids in particular. Where we mm-hmm. break it down is like we want to give them categories, we want to form a category of something, uh, for them, yeah, and then over time as they mature, expand that core category, fill that category, I like that with things that will be appropriate for them, so they, yeah. they have a context for male-female relationship because they see me and my wife together. They right. Oh, they see me kiss my wife before. Yeah. Like My wife's were kind of prudent. She's like, I don't want to kiss in front of the kids. I'm mm. like, no, it's important for us to do that because yeah. Yeah. we're giving them a category. And my daughter went to school and was saying that she likes this boy and all that. And They're I was learning, like, oh man. my gosh. Yeah. But then I started thinking, She's trying to reproduce what she's seeing. Uh, but and okay. she doesn't have a category for how that looks as a Ooh, six-year-old. Like that. So what we've done like is that. tell my wife, about, we have to do this in front of them. Yeah. Because if we don't do it in front of them, we let other people fill them with categories and things that we've <laughs> yeah, right. given them. Yeah, I like that. Definitely. Yeah. And definitely. so we, we try to like <laughs> yeah. let my kids see me kiss my wife. It's like, oh, you kiss mommy. It's like, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. But you'll never see daddy kiss any other person.
2: Right, right. Like
1: my son see me like hug my wife. You'll never see daddy hug or kiss another woman in this way. Yeah. Because this relationship is exclusive between me and my wife. You'll never see me love another child like I love you. Mm -hmm. You'll never see me pick up another little girl and kiss her on the cheek like I'm doing with you. You are mine, I'm yours. Mm -hmm. But as they get older, we're filling those categories that, that f- we're filling the category with things that are appropriate for them, yes. and that goes down to media, that goes down the movies we watch, yeah. books we read with them, places we take them to, and then sometimes you can't help because you can't expose your kids, protect your kids, from everything. Right, 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 right. But right. it does mean that when we, if something is they're confronted with, and so they have the room and freedom to ask me, mm-hmm. what about that thing? Because they don't have a category for it, yeah, and uh, yeah. and then that allows me to. Like gently move the categories open, mm-hmm. open that file cabinet yeah. and put bigger files in it as we experience life. <laughs>
2: hey, that's important, man. Yeah, that's yeah. that's huge. I like I like the way you explain that, man. Yeah. That's dope. I was thinking about I'm 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 gonna piggyback off that a little bit yeah, too, yeah. as far as how it relates to uh for fatherhood in general. Yeah. And I think that I'm gonna be honest, I feel like over time we've complicated fatherhood. Yeah. And we, yeah, oh, yeah, about it.
0: What you mean by that? Yeah, yeah, we've
2: complicated as in we try to be superheroes for our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like we try to sometimes solve their problems. We try to sometimes, uh, you know, we stop the threats before they even see it, type of thing. Mm. But to piggyback what you're saying is, for having those categories, I think that it's important for your child to see you for who you are.
1: Yeah,
2: like as a human, because right. th- th- it's relatable. Mm-hmm. You can't be Superman out here all the time.
1: Right.
2: And for one thing, it's not relatable because your kids don't know anything about some in- undestruct- indestructible human from another planet. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's right. not relatable to them. Sure. They need to see you for who you are. They need to see you struggle. Yeah. They need to see you uh, fail. Mm-hmm. They need to see you get knocked down. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, get back up. They need yeah. to see how resilient you are.
0: Yeah, You know what I mean? Now, did you... Go ahead. No, go ahead oh, yeah. no, but I was I was no, gonna go ahead,
2: say like finish. when you have in those categories for them, like that also gives them that input. Sure. So okay, like they're in a category sure. now. Yeah. This is the category. We're in a category where Stage of you know yeah. exactly. Like yeah, they're yeah. seeing okay, this is X Y Z scenario taking place. Now, how do I conduct myself mm-hmm. within this within this category? Yeah, and yeah. so you as as oh, as a man yeah. in fatherhood, you know, stop trying to always. uh Overly protect your kids by doing the work for them, yeah. like they need to see you and, and you need to put in the work to show them. I'm not saying put them in a situation that's that's uh too too much for them appropriately yeah. do it sure like for instance, yesterday, I took my boys, my boys uh thirteen uh fourteen and, and, and thirteen, okay. took them to go change the truck, change my truck tire, mm-hmm. you know things like that they need to start because i can, I never had a tense. That my dad taught me to do that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as close with my dad like that. I didn't know my dad that, that well. Hmm. And so there are things where I look at myself like, okay, I need to show my kids how to do these things too. I know yeah. how to do it. I need to pass it down. Right. You know? Right, right, right. And so when you're talking about having those categories for your mm-hmm. kids, okay, now we're in the category. How do we handle it inside the category yeah, yeah, yeah. type of things? They need to see that. They yeah. need to see you struggle. Because they're engaging
1: and the world, right? You exactly. Know I mean? Like one of the things that we do, for example, here's a very practical one, right? We live in a in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty three. Yeah. In the year of yeah. our Lord. Yeah. In the year of our Lord. Okay. Yeah. That's what right, AD means in the year of our Lord. You know what right. I mean? But um, one of the things that we we can't always shield our kids from is mm-hmm. sexuality, right? Yeah. We yeah. live in a culture that is huge. constantly thrusting, yeah. you know, sexuality Pun towards intended. us. No. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <Pause. laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> feel But no, what I mean. You took yeah. me off guard. With the- yeah. no, but I mean, right, right, no, right. like, but uh, but well, what I mean by that is that these things are constantly being promoted in the culture. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean, right so, right. so well, when you of, say promoted, what you mean? Promoted? I mean,
1: for example, you see, that The music, know, right? For music, yeah. right? Yeah. You know. me, like media. You see, Disney, for example. Mm. Uh, there's uh, the new Little Mermaid is African American. Yeah, okay. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they see a certain image of the body, mm-hmm. right? You know, they see her kissing. They're like, you, you, mm-hmm. you can become a human with love's true first kiss or mm-hmm. something like that. Like, yeah. um But our kids, if we don't give them, going back to that form and fill mm-hmm. like, paradigm, yeah, you know, we have to kind of, like, create these categories for our kids. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the things that we do, um, and this is not to promote myself or us as, like, this... I'm just giving, talking about my life, our right. lives. But one of the things we do is... Um, we don't we we tell our kids about gender and sexuality, but we don't say this is because of the culture. Blah 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 blah. We don't give them all of that. Mm-hmm. We will say, "You are a boy, Alex, my son." It's, it, it works out for us because we have one boy, one girl at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. Um, you are a boy. You are you are a girl, Sophia. Mm-hmm. Alex, you're a boy, and this is what boys do. Mm-hmm. Boys are boys have a penis. We don't say "pp his wee right. wee." Right. We say you have a penis and she has a vagina. We don't say you're a lady purse or whatever. <laughs> like right. we don't we don't we, we use anatomically correct right. terms and yeah. we you refer talk some to to respectfully. The body respectfully. Because, because yeah. Yeah, respectfully, but yeah. what that's doing is going back to that form and fill piece, is giving her yeah. a category for the body. So if somebody was at school, this never happened, um, but let's say somebody was to touch my daughter or my son inappropriately mm. and they try to report it, they're not saying, oh he touched my my wiener or whatever—it's like, well, what are you talking? We want to have direct language. He touched my penis. It's, it's clear communication. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, and then over time, as it yeah. gets older, get old, like now, and <laughs> certain things we can't predict. Like we have kids, and we haven't—we're expecting another baby. Yeah, right. and they see mommy's stomach growing. It's like the question is, where do babies come sex, from? Facts. Right, so we, so what we've done is like we gave them a category for the store experience. Yeah, mommy and daddy love each other. Mommy and Daddy sleep in a room together, in the yeah. same bed together, and we shut our door. Yeah, you know, yeah. like who who comes in our room? You can't even just our kids don't just walk in. My, but see, this this cool. is this you know I mean? is dope. Mm-hmm. This, Let me ask you this. what
0: sure. what so what what where did you get that teaching from? Did you learn it from your parents or nah,
1: <laughs> you no? <know>, my parents. <laughs> right, oh, that's parents okay. but uh, where that's, I, what I yeah, yeah. that's what I was so gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. Where I got that from, though, really is just from, um, the form and fill piece Genesis one um, from the Bible, but. Um, yeah, like I think it's important for us to. So I'm a I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. and so as a Christian, I I think we need to be engaging the world as it is, not as we intend it to be.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. And
1: so what I mean by that is like, yo, the world is a, is a certain way. God has made us gendered beings. Like we reflect what God is like through our gender differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like the the for example, with my daughter, we talk about where the where babies come from. There's a book we. Read with them called this this a series. The first book is called "The Story of Me," mm-hmm. and it just is a story about a family that has two well three kids and mom's pregnant again. Mm-hmm. And so the mother and father in the story is explaining to the kids, mm-hmm. "This is how I got pregnant. Not oh, me and your Dad had sex. It's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, but they're explaining. Okay, my stomach grows because of this. I'm like." The baby comes out through the vagina, like, and my kids already have a. Remember, I said a moment ago, my kids already have a category for vagina Mm -hmm. because you are a girl. Mm -hmm. Girls have a vagina, so it's like, oh, mommy's a girl, so oh, like it kind of demystifies it, so to speak. Yeah, Um, and it 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 allows them to have that category. Now, as they get older, we're not like bringing things upon them. Like, you have sex by doing this, like no, like
2: because because. And to, yeah, does to, that to jump forward yeah. a little bit yeah, in yeah, the future, yeah. that is completely how a lot of this, the toxic, uh, toxic mm-hmm. concepts are born. Yeah. Because when you think yeah. about it, like, like I'm going to be honest, man, my parents never just broke down, you know, mature things like that to me when I was a kid. So yeah. I don't and think so none of them. And, so and how did you end up <laughs> learning it, though? Yeah. In the streets. Yeah. Yeah. You end up learn, yeah. learning yeah. it the I wrong know. way. Yeah. Yeah. And then now, and then once you get older, now you got to unlearn some of this stuff right. because you got you right, you right, right, to you're gonna try to teach it, yeah. you know, to your kids, man, the best way you can, but mm-hmm. not the horrible ways that right. you've learned. Right, right. Yeah. and so you start getting that self awareness, man. Yeah, there's
1: a statement um, I was sharing with you a moment ago is um, we become what we behold. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you put something before a person, yeah. and over time, they become the thing that they're beholding regularly. Right. Yeah. And so, um, the Bible uses the language of like idols. Excuse me. <clears throat> it says those who make idols become like them.
3: Yeah.
2: You know. yeah. Like,
1: oh, yeah. like right. they, they that you that, copy it right. Like you will you become blind. You become dumb. You're not thinking well. Mm-hmm. You're not hearing well because what can an idol do? It's like a, a figure that's made out of some mm-hmm. other created yeah. thing, and it can't talk to you. So. Yeah. You don't speak well. Like you don't you don't, it doesn't hear you, so you you stop listening well. It right. doesn't see you, so you stop seeing the world a certain way. Okay. And so okay. um and so in a similar way though, we want to put life giving things in front of our children so that they can become like that.
2: I like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? I like and that. so I like that.
1: you asked about like where I, my parents, man.
0: Yeah, I'm actually what ask where what did you learn from your parents? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah.
1: So so I grew up in a in a single parent home. Mm-hmm but with my dad. Okay. My mom was on crack real bad when I was a kid. You know, the crack epidemic swept through the cities, yeah, really everywhere in the black community, and communities at large. But um, yeah, my mom was on drugs real bad when I was a kid. And uh, my dad and her were never married. <clears throat> and when they separated, it put me and my brother at this, in this awkward place. Cause my mom and dad have kids, my mom had kids before her and my father got together. Right. And, uh, but my dad was like, these are my two. You know, I'm like, you go going to do what you're going to do. And she ended up, you know, so her story is her story, but she ended up, you know, going in a different route. Yeah. And um, But my dad, you know, growing up, he was always, at one point he was real guarded of us, me and my brother. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you can guard from, you can guard your kids as much as you can oh, from yeah. things outside of the mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. But how do you guard them from the what you model from in front of them in the home?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So, my,
1: so my dad has... Uh, five or six kids from four different women. Okay, and I grew up with the very like, you know, even if he never said he modeled, like, like being a man is about getting these women, getting hmm. money, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So over time, like I, I think I just went in the opposite direction, saying I don't want to be like that because I, 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 re, I spoke about if you were experienced the negative side effects of that kind of life as a child, right. When my other, like, this is kind of funny, like, I have a brother that's a year older than me. He went down the path of my dad. <laughs> you know, I went down a different path. Yeah. And then I became a Christian when I was 16, and that completely changed my worldview.
0: Yeah. Is, and, is uh, that when yeah. you knew that you said you didn't want to go
1: yeah, the same you know, direction? Yeah. I just remember, you know, um, this is a bad example, but, you know, if my dad ever sees this, <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> Maybe my my dad got into a fight with this guy, and um, and it was just terrible. <laughs> My dad was getting handled, right. <laughs> you know, but uh it was terrible, bro. and um, <laughs> I remember coming home and um like watching him kind of nurse his wounds, and that damage that gave me some trauma as well, seeing the person the mm. only person you look up to in this vulnerable state, yeah, um, yeah. but I remember thinking like if this kind of a life like leads to this, I don't want that, and oh, I yeah. so many different things yeah. that. I kept thinking like man I don't want that. Like I want this. I don't want that. I want this. Yeah. And and I think in some ways like I had different examples cuz different my next door neighbor uh husband and wife they had four four kids to a uh, four kids together and I just remember seeing that like I want that. <laughs> you yeah. know like um
0: yeah. It, it's it it just amazes me listening to you how yeah, you yeah. knew this stuff early on in an early age that what you <clears throat> want and didn't want.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> I think that when you grow up in a in a in a um they say that you you we are we are products of the bullets we get hit with mm-hmm. and the ones we dodge right. mm-hmm. you know what i mean and in a similar way like there's things I couldn't escape about my upbringing right yeah. and this is no disrespect to my dad love my dad you know um I look up to my dad in a lot of ways he taught me a ton of things growing up
3: uh-huh.
1: um I respect my dad but my dad is not jesus you know what right. I mean like right. And so, the, in a very real way, I learned to honor him. Mm-hmm. But honoring a person doesn't mean you always have to agree with them. Right. And, um, and so, I think I, I had to learn. That took me a long time to learn that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, um, yeah. in terms of me and my dad's relationship. But I just remember thinking, like, yo, I just don't want to be that kind of a guy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I remember, um, so I had, I had not had sex until I got married. Mm-hmm. And this is not because I'm just this, like... How, holy Roller. No, nah, no. Nah, How old were you? I, would, I was uh, 24 when I got married. I became mm. a believer when I was a Christian when I was 16. Yeah. Wow. and um, But I remember, like, my brothers asking me, was I gay? <laughs> 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 but that's a you part of that get, toxic, you gay, man. Nigga, you gay? Mm. That's a part you, of you, be, that. Be, you, be, you better be gay. Because you know they knew that I had. A lot of chick- right. women were girls at the time were attracted to me, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, like, I would always be friends with a lot of women. Yeah. That's one thing that happens in, when you grow up in a single-parent home. Usually the, the the parent that's missing leaves a gap that the person tries, the child tries to fill in other ways. Oh, yeah, of and course. So I, I grew up without yeah. a mother, so I was just naturally attracted just being around a bunch of women. Yeah. But it wasn't because I wanted to, <laughs> that I was gay or anything like that. It was, yeah. they were giving you you me looking some mother, for something. Yeah, I was looking for something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and I so... um. I remember thinking that like, man, I don't, I just saw that the the, the different like beefs of my pops would get into with different yeah. women, but I also saw like some of the other things too. It's like, I never could go home to a regular consistent person because mm-hmm. yeah. I would, I mean, this is, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. When my dad would date different women, me and my brother consciously or unconsciously, at, you know, Consciously, we'd yeah. be like, "This one's gonna last." Um, <laughs> it's like my my relationship, with my pops was a I microwave. Think, like, I think that this is gonna take ten minutes. That's, <laughs> that's a little like, common, you know man. Know once I mean? you so, once
2: you looking at things, man, yeah. and you you know, like when something is headed yeah, for a brick wall. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah.
1: She, she she just she just a bedroom buddy. Oh man, you know yeah. what I mean. She yeah. this ain't yeah. this ain't moms, but you know your father, you know that father or mother in a single yeah. parent home situation usually wants the child to respect the, their partner. Of like, course. Um, but sometimes like i, I my heart became really hardened to that, like, yeah, yo, like you're not my mother though, like yeah. you you're not yeah. my mom's, you're you my dad's girlfriend, but you're not my mom, yeah, but I didn't think at the time I didn't understand that my dad was trying to he was missing something too, right,
2: right, you know what I mean, right. like right, and that's like we got to be careful of that too, man, because yeah. as parents, when we don't have you know what we need right. And we're trying to look for it, but yeah, we still got our kids, so yeah, Though they, they, yeah. they become a collateral damage. That's true. That's and not true. intentionally, right. you know? Um, and I think this is why, for me personally, yo, it, it, self-awareness is huge for sure. me. It's huge.
3: Sure.
2: Um, and I have a child, too, with special needs. Mm. And, so this is, and my child has taught me so much more about myself.
3: Yeah, that's true. And
2: the reason why is because you have to get out of your own way so you can <clears throat> help your child. You know what I mean? Like Facts. you, you have because you don't want to become another obstacle mm-hmm. for your child. Yeah. And so when you have a child that needs you in ways, you yeah. got to be there 100. percent. Right, you know? right, right. And so you got to figure out what's wrong with you, man. You got unresolved traumas. Okay. Mm-hmm. You need to take care of that. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. It's that. It's that cliche when you're on the airplane, and they say when your oxygen mask comes down, yeah. put yours on first right. before you help other people. And I think that it, that plays so much of a point, especially us as parents. Yeah. We got to be able to be. We got to be to a level where we can look at ourselves in the mirror, not judge ourselves,
1: yeah, not
2: yeah. be upset, not be angry, not look at ourselves as failures, but say, okay, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to do
1: better. But here's the thing though, like one of the reasons, for example, one, one of the reasons why so many, some people are sick mm-hmm. isn't because of the absence of a cure. <laughs> right, facts. It's because of the presence of a misdiagnosis. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's kind of it's difficult for say me it, to say it one more time. Yeah, So, so one of the reasons why some people have, are sick mm-hmm. isn't because no cure exists. Mm-hmm. It's because the sickness they have has been misdiagnosed. Yeah. And in a similar way, it's hard to to try to like fix something about yourself that you are unaware of or that you're labeling something else. Exactly. Yeah. Yo, I'm just yeah. a I'm I'm just yeah. brutally honest. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, yeah. Most so people, I
0: think the first thing is just because they sick, because they put themselves in certain situations, yeah, yeah. make that them too. sick. Well,
1: that yeah, too. true. Yeah. Right? I, I guess what I'm, think, I'm saying is like yeah. if that's how if your life is a certain way, right. Yeah, it's hard for you like to to go back again. No, no, no offense, <laughs> right? But the little pushback, yeah. it's hard to to fix something you're unaware of. Oh, right, like, like all like, the time, like,
2: exactly. Like exactly,
1: I'm, I hear people say I'm brutally honest. Yeah. So I like, well, more, mm-hmm. more, many people I meet that are you would say I'm brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're more committed to brutality than they are but, to honesty. But let me, let,
2: me, let me hit you with this, though. Right. Okay, so when people, when it's hard for them, or, or, or with that misdiagnosis.
1: Because you can't see yourself. Right, you can't. Right.
2: However, you're going to continue seeing the same problems. You're going to continue seeing the same yeah. symptoms. You're going to continue seeing the same issues. And if, At some point, you got to say, damn, it's me. Yeah. At some point you have to be like, okay, why does this continuously happen? It's not me, it's them. Nah, I think at times
0: some
1: people can see themselves. Yeah, yeah. Well the reason why I say that is like yeah. this, is this, because I can get a I can have a glimpse. Like if I look in the mirror, mm-hmm. I can see myself, mm-hmm. right? But I can't see all of myself.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I can see my face in a mirror, but I can't see the back of my head in a mirror.
3: Right.
1: I can see my my depending on how tall the mirror is, or how many mirrors are around, mm-hmm. I still can't see. Underneath my shirt. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, right. And so in a, in a way, my, my point is this. Like, we all have blind spots. Mm-hmm. And, and those things that you can see, hopefully yeah. you can address those things, but we need a community of people to help us see. Dad, you... Yeah.
3: It's
1: yeah. like, you're, you're a barber. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times in my own house, I've tried to cut my own hair, and it's been abysmal. <laughs> completely <laughs> terrible. Right? Like, however... I'm looking at the front of my head. I can't see the back of my head. And so you know what I've done? I will wear a hat. (laughs) I'll try to clean clean myself up as much as I can. Right, right,
3: right.
2: But
1: I have to ask my wife or somebody else, hey, can you get the back of
2: my head? You know,
1: in a similar way when it comes to how we perceive of ourselves, I can see certain problems as problems, but if we don't have people around us that can see, yo, like, the thing you're ignoring is the thing you can't see.
0: That was what I was going to next. You know ignoring it. sometimes you ignore your problem. Yeah. You know you have it, but yeah. you ignore it. Yeah. It,
1: it, it ain't. And we don't see you. You happened. can't. You can't yeah.
2: even ignore yeah. it that long because yeah. the problem is still gonna be there.
0: Yeah.
2: And so okay. Some people do. The way I break yeah. things down, man, and this yeah. is how I go throughout my whole life, internal and external. Mm-hmm. Right. It always starts there with me, one way or the other. Right. And say so you got all these problems that's going on, and you can't look at yourself mm-hmm. internally. Mm-hmm. The problems are still gonna be there. Ex, these external problems that are not being fixed, or whatever is whatever is wrong with you, is mm-hmm. causing those problems. You gotta look at yourself and say, okay, it's me, because mm-hmm. no matter where I go, that same problem happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you in a different relationship, same problem. You know, it doesn't matter the person you with if y'all still breaking up from the same issues. Yeah, it ain't but them.
1: the problem is though, if I don't have, and this is not to harp on this point, but like, if we don't have a, a high degree of I would say self-awareness, right? Yes. But also a community of people to help yeah. you see things about yourself that you can't see. Right, the right. Thing about th- yeah. The, the good thing about friends, good mm-hmm. friends. Good friends. <laughs> is that mm-hmm. they could see you with, uh, with new eyes. Yeah. So the thing that is, you're seeing is like, they're going back to their haircut. Mm-hmm. Well, I ask my wife sometimes. How do I look? <laughs> yeah. right. She can say, you look amazing, babe. She can you say that. killed Hell, it. Yeah. Right. But then my friends, my some of my guy friends, can see me and be like, yo, you're a joint man. Crooked, bro. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> so that <laughs> just goes to show, you, as you, men, you're talking about fathers, right? Yeah, like, yeah. As men, we need other men. You need We need both. other people in you our lives both. that can help us see what we can't see about ourselves. Well, you know what? And I gotta, when, when, a, when a behavior has become... Entrenched, mm. like it's just part of your your DNA, so to speak.
2: Yeah, you you, gotta you get can't out of that. see that, yeah. and
1: so uh, that's yeah. my point about the the misdiagnosis thing. Oh yeah, it's true. I can see certain aspects of a problem, but if I can't see that this problem really comes from this this yeah. deeper thing that I can't address, yeah, then I could be I can I'm fixing the symptoms, but I'm never really getting to the cause.
2: Yeah,
1: and so I think you that, need you yeah, need, we both. need We need people to help we need, us. You got
2: to have. You got to have that high self-awareness and you need your friends to help you correct yeah. that too because yeah. your friends become becoming your support group. That's true. That's another thing I was going to I was going to get onto is what I've noticed about fatherhood and kind of what we're missing yeah. is something I've learned from watching like motherhood mm. is the fact that our camaraderie is not as deep as motherhood's camaraderie. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You what got, what you mean by camaraderie? Like how mothers stick together. Mm-hmm. They see each other and I got it because, you know, the females, they they do have more of that nurturing nature mm. to to each other. Mm. But for men in fatherhood, the camaraderie is not as promoted as much as mm. it should. Like us right now as fathers mm-hmm. having a conversation. Yeah. How many times have you seen that happen throughout yeah. the year, five years, a decade? How many times have you seen fathers get together and just talk about their kids? Yeah. You know? I mean, and, and actually, I... Enjoy it, man. Show each other pictures of your kids. Like, I have a friends group, I have a male friends group. It's Mm -hmm. like nine of us, man childhood friends that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. And we sit there and we talk about each other's kids all the time, man kids graduating, Mm -hmm. kids being born, kids having birthdays coming up, Christmas gifts. And I think that's what, as as fatherhood, we need to have that camaraderie, man. Because we we talk about being men all the time, and like, we don't talk about, you know, husbands. We don't talk about fatherhood. We don't talk about those things that make us who we are at our core, because we can't be warriors twenty four seven. Yeah, we're not out there. We are. We are out there fighting these battles. But when we come home, we need to have these people who we can let our guard down with. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we need to have those people that say, "Hey, you know, I messed up today. Can you help me out? You got some advice for me? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. That type of camaraderie. Like I'm having problems with my kid. What you What you recommend? Yeah, and and Mm -hmm.
1: I think one of the reasons why that's the case, man, is um, like. The, the the context that vulnerability thrives in mm. is where a person knows that they can be fully exposed, but also be fully loved. Yes. Right? Yes. And they also yes. be fully yeah. known, fully exposed, or better yet, fully known, fully exposed, fully loved, and then equipped for change. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Judgment like, free. Right, right. Yeah. Judgment free, of yeah. course. That's like, important. Like we need to be able to have those kind of that kind of vulnerability. But if our understanding of of manhood is based on doing rather than being. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Then, yeah. then you're always yeah. trying to work to meet this uh, this undefined doing, right? But the reality is, I think that the, the biblical or Christian worldview is the only place you get this, where being excuse me, doing flows from being. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like who you are produces what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: It's in your actions. It right? shows.
1: But but in the world we live in, everything is achievement based. So it's. What you do yeah, defines as you, gotta who have you are, which is false. Yeah, yeah, like it, yeah. It's not only false, but it's a burden. Who yeah. can live up to that? Like, who can yeah. live up to the standard that says if being a man means getting money? So am I how do you Am I not a man? Right. Because I don't have, I have
2: a million dollars? Yeah, right. Right. Getting being a man. What
0: what what is being a man?
1: Right. What what is being what a man? What would you say? <laughs> I know you're asking the question. I, yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm just
0: listening to y'all. I like to hear yeah, y'all talk.
2: Yeah, but um, see, that's yeah. that's what I specialize in right there.
0: Yeah.
2: What? It's I, just helping men figure that out. Yeah. Because you, you have to figure out what masculinity is for you, what it mm-hmm. means to you. Your masculinity ain't gonna be the same as mine. Yours ain't gonna be the same as mine. But they could be parallel. So, mm-hmm. so
1: let me ask the question. When you say masculinity, mm-hmm. do you mean so I, I'm seeing like think about it like this. Yeah. I can give you definition, that's one thing. Right. Application is another thing. whole another thing. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. you say like masculinity, my masculinity won't look like your masculinity. I, what I'm hearing is your application of masculine, of like being a man, your masculine application mm-hmm. will look different. You may be a painter. You may be a barber. You may be a doctor. Exactly. You may be a boxer. You exactly. may be a, but I can't say because you're not a boxer, you're not a man. You're not a man, right, but right. But I think what Leon is asking though, like what is a man? Right. That, not said, what you do, because yeah. what you do can't define, it's so diverse, the doing. Exactly. It's right. not, it's not a one being, size fits all. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. what is the being? What does it mean? What is a man? But,
0: that was but saying, so that's what i Because people say, the, a real man does yeah. this, a real, yeah, a real man, man does cool. that. that like, but what, that's yeah. not true. None know, of that. None yeah, of that yeah, is ever I know. true. But the that's why I asked is, y'all, because I hate when you say yeah." What a
2: real man is, what do you stand for? What do you value? What are you willing to do? Protect. What are you willing to build? Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And of course, let's think about this in more of the positive concepts. <laughs> sure. Because you can always turn that into the negative concepts. Like a sure. man destroys things, a man burns things down. Mm. That's that's not true. A man creates, he builds, he sets rooms, he sets the environment for things to thrive in. Interesting. You know? And that's where, if you think about it in the positive concepts, that's what a man should strive to do. A man mm. should strive to uphold those standards. So I love
1: that. That's
0: beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but that but that's but, the thing is, like,
1: there's but some yeah. big ones, some little ones. I can tell by like deep breath. But, but right, right, each, each right, right. man has to I'm figure processing, that out. Yeah.
2: Each man has to figure that out for himself. Because that's you have men who are on the wrong path right now who make all the wrong decisions. That is true. All yeah. the wrong decisions. And they they're hurting other people. Right. So you gotta look deep within yourself and say, yeah. I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna hurt people. I don't wanna be a
1: a a dark spot on society. Sure. I wanna contribute. Sure. So the reason why I'm I love what you're saying, Um, like underneath that though to Mm me, um, it seems as though the doing, like I said, doing comes from being. Yeah, like not the other way around. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I say that is because again, as from a biblical or a Christian worldview, I believe that every person on the planet, male, female. Are born excuse me made created in the image of God. The Latin word for image of God is imago Dei. Okay. Like and so that means that every human being on the planet, male, female, has inherent value, mm-hmm. dignity, worth, purpose, like yes. intention. Yeah. Like you're not a man. We were talking about this about where you live, but like it's not an accident that you are a man. Right. It's not an accident that you are a, she is a female, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's not an accident. God, God has created human beings, but it says in his image. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to be made in the image of God? I would say, based on the scriptures, like being made in God's image means that we are set up human beings are set apart from every other created thing. So yeah. yeah. So not just set apart, but that being set apart is not just set apart from something but also to something. Mm-hmm. So because we're made in God's image, the Bible teaches that God is uh, triune. So that means that God is one being, three persons, Father, Son, Spirit. Mm-hmm. So in order for us to rightly image God, we have to show essentially being made in God's image is grassroots that shows this is what God is like. Not in what he looks like because we're so diverse, yeah. well. culturally, ethnically, et cetera. But in your essence, your ontological, underneath it all, mm-hmm. essence at your core, like we show what God is like in that. But because of sin, our ability to image or show what God is like to the to each other and to the rest of creation is completely fractured. Oh yeah, or broken. You know, and so that's yeah. what is toxic, right? Yeah, because of sin. Yeah. And so to back up a little bit, though, another thing that means we made in God's to be made in God's image, is to be a reflection of what God is like in the world. And so you could say our first parents, Adam and Eve, were God's mirrors in Eden. Like, and like the sun, excuse me, like the moon, the moon has no light in itself. Mm-hmm. But the, the light from the moon reflects off of the God's sun. Son. And so like us, we have no image in and of ourselves. We're made in the image of God. So a mirror has no image in itself. So when you, God's mirror, human beings, placed in the Garden of Eden... Mm-hmm. When looking at God, that the image of God, the reality of God, that bounces off of us to each other, so that the the command for human beings to be fruitful and multiply is fill the earth with image bearers that show this is what God is like in creation, in compassion, in love, in justice, in righteousness, and fairness and equality, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So to be a man or to be a woman apart from those things, actually, it's like it's impossible. But because of sin, our ability to rightly show God's image in love, compassion, vulnerability, acceptance, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera is fractured. So we do those things just in a crooked kind of way.
2: Right? Oh, very and So good. and
1: so, yeah. so going back to what you said about being, what does it mean to be a man? Like maleness and femaleness can't be separated from it's your design, like your created intent. Mm-hmm. It's to show this is what God is like. So Beauty, for example, beauty, like beauty being made in the eye of being in the eye of the beholder is a lie because beauty is truly found in the most beautiful one, God himself. But okay. God is invisible. Like, how, so how can we say beauty is in the eye of the beholder? No, it's, God is beautiful, yeah. but we don't see him physically and so that means that our understanding of beauty, our understanding of masculinity, femininity, has to be found in where it was created to be. What was your intention? Mm-hmm. What is God's creative intent in making us male and female? And so as a father, I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling with that all the time. And I think mm-hmm. about my, my, how I love my kids. It's like, what do I see God doing? Well, the Bible teaches that God is Father, Son, Spirit. You get three persons, one being. So Jesus says, Father, you've always loved me. John seventeen, before the world began. So why does the why can I love anyone? Mm-hmm. Because God is love, and God, the Father has always loved His Son in the fellowship of the Spirit for all eternity. So guess what? When I love my love my kids, when I gotta correct my kids, I'm not flying off the handle and just abusing them. Exactly. Because because yeah. Yeah. God is love, and I'm sure to show what He's like. Right. 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 right, right. The reason why me and my wife we be beefing sometimes, yeah. like mm-hmm. we have disagreements, and we our applications are different, how we apply yeah. our, our, our our And, and that's that's what I you know I mean? like that part as yeah. far
2: as and just yeah. to just talk about. I
1: know that's real high, like lofty for some people. Yeah, that was kind <laughs> of long and deep. <laughs> yeah. but, but but the point <laughs> the point is you can't be something you don't you can't become something. You're not when you're not rightly beholding why you were created.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. rightly
1: understand that. Then you go. But that
2: that takes that self awareness right, 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 of, right. of learning something outside of yourself, something stronger than yourself, right. bigger than right, yourself. Yeah, right, right. that's what, yeah.
1: That's that's what, what I, it takes. There's a saying, you know, by a old uh, a old writer, A.W. Tozer. He said, "You know, the most important thing about a man is what that man thinks about God, <laughs>
3: mm. <I can laughs> because see that. that man
1: yeah. will reproduce." what he think god approves of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if he is god like, right, if right. i think i'm god as a man or i live like i'm god then i who cares who cares about treating people with respect i'm i'm the man yeah yeah
2: like, who cares yeah. about the no like, destroyer like yeah. you said
1: like i remember i watched uh, what is it, guardians of the galaxy 3 mm-hmm. and uh wanted to not to give it away spoiler alert, but <laughs> there's a there's a scene at the end when the woman one of the characters says to another character i'm not going to say the names um she says, you weren't meant to be a de- I finally see you for who you are. Mm-hmm. You weren't made to be a destroyer. You were made to be a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, But that comes from someone outside of you being able to see and to know see what that. you were created for yeah. wasn't to be a destroyer. Is to be a father, to be a builder, mm-hmm. nurturer, a provider, exactly. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. But if you're not rightly able to do that, and if they don't see you in that context, and your creative intent will go completely out the window. Exactly. You don't have to make it up as you go. You got
2: to be able to start yeah. seeing that, right? Instead of just, like I said, instead of just looking at yourself, you have to you have to see something bigger. Yeah. There, there is a theory that I, I've been working on for like last couple of years. It's called survive, provide, and prosper. Hmm. And it's something that our society, like all societies, have yeah. fallen into. If you want to get down to the most simple aspect of living, yeah. you take surviving. That's just your natural core-based survival skills. Sure, whatever. Sure. Somewhere a thousand years ago, one of your ancestors, one of yours, one of mine, didn't go jump in the river that had crocodiles in it. That's why we here. That's why we're here right now. Because one of our ancestors yeah. were like, okay, we're going to survive by not jumping in the river with right, crocodiles. Right. Cool. Once you get past surviving, you have those survival skills, you get to a providing stage yeah. where it's not just you. You provide for your family. You got mm-hmm. kids. I don't care. You have a pet or goldfish or something. <laughs> right. You learn how to take care of something, something you outside of yourself. Right. You, know? you, mm-hmm. be, you become a provider. Mm-hmm. Then once you get past providing stage, you get to a prosperous phase. That's where everything comes together so you can thrive. You can create a community. Mm-hmm. You can create a society. So everybody everybody got survival skills. Everybody's got providing skills to look at each other. Everybody's got prospering skills where we can survive as a whole.
3: Mm-hmm. And so
2: those type of things, you have to realize there's always something bigger than yourself. And mm-hmm. that's why when I look at fatherhood, man, you got to look at yourself like, okay, I want to create the next, I want to help the next generation right. become better. And it's not even just your kids. It's mm-hmm. just, it could be people you mentor, yeah. you know? Yeah, you real. become a, a, a guide, yeah. you know? And that's where for us, just in fatherhood, it's not just, you don't have to have biological kids to be mm-hmm. a father, That's true. you right. know? That's true. You just, you just got to have the idea in your head that I want to be better for someone else. I go want ahead. to be better for something else, mm-hmm. to create better. You know, to help someone else, help someone else be better.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, yeah. um. I don't know if you had to say something. No, six, go six, ahead. Go six. ahead. I'm gonna. Just... No, I was just gonna say, man. I I think that's real. I think that. Yeah. Uh, in terms of our ability, like, one of uh, I just, a few months ago, I was at a funeral. Mm. One of my good, one of my best friends actually. Yeah. Um, his father died, and me and my pops at the time we were having this like. Back and forth, you know, like better yet, a back and back. <laughs> there was no like fourth, <laughs> like he wouldn't call. It. Like we 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 had an impasse. Yeah, yeah, better yeah. Better yet, and, zero um, sum game. Right, right, exactly, man. And um, his father died, and I remember talking to him. And just was like, man, like I always admired your dad because he was, you know, not just a father to you and your brother, but like you and your brothers, yeah, uh, and your sisters. But like he was like a father to the community. Yeah. People needed places to stay. They were thrown out, or people strung out. He help yeah. people get clean. He would like, like take people in, and he wasn't a perfect dude by no standard. But I mean, yeah, good, heart. A, good, yeah, good heart. Good Good dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And my friend said to me, he said uh, he was like, "Yeah, I appreciate you saying all those things about my dad." He said, uh, "But I think yo, you you should you should go to your dad and like, just tell yeah." I was just he. I said, "What do you mean, my dad?" Was, and I was just going in like. My dad did this and that. He didn't do this and man, I'm mad because he don't do that. And he said, "Brother, man, you know I love you. You, you're my dog." I was like, yeah. He's like, but um, you ever just like called your dad mm-hmm. and just told him you the things you appreciate about him?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I
1: remember thinking like, yeah, my dad wasn't the dad that was like a father to the community like this dude's daddy. He wasn't. Yeah. But I've I can't say my dad is not a like. He was not the best father to me that he could be.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, okay.
1: Okay. That's not saying he's a perfect dad, but who my dad could be. Yeah, you know, the he, potential. Right, the, right. Yeah. Like the, now, could he done, have done better in some ways? Absolutely. Yeah. However, like, I think his, my friend's point was like, you need to, as a father, it yeah. would do something in you as a father yeah. to be able to say to your father, thank you for
0: this so you had, you had your kid at the time yeah yeah this yeah. was like
1: this was, a, this, was oh, this year it was recently this oh okay was this okay yeah, like March so yeah. did you call yeah. him yeah I did man did? We, we had a I went to see him oh okay you know, I, went to see, I called him we were on the phone and my dad's not a phone person right. <laughs> like he'll be completely distracted old school right. yeah old school you know yeah. <laughs> I just popped up on I said "How am in your area um, near near Marion he's in Marion yeah. I was coming passing through and um I said dad I'm gonna just come see you and uh, I showed up to his house and um I was nervous because internally I had this feeling of like yeah. we have not really talked deeply. You know what to expect. Yeah, I ain't know what to expect. How yeah.
0: long has it been since y'all talked?
1: So man, before that, it's probably like, now we'll communicate, mm-hmm. but talk is different. Right. Like right. Right. like, right. weighty, yeah. Like let just build, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like we have never really had that, you know, mm-hmm. like as a pattern in in, in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of the reasons why that was the case. Is uh, I was say to answer your question a couple months. Mm-hmm. I remember saying like after my friend told me that I felt immediately like a dagger to the heart, like dad. Yeah, like, yeah. That's that guilt, right? I need, right there. I need, I need, guilt, I, need I need to yeah. hit my dad right. that because that because, because I think as men, I need to so, make this right. Yeah, as men, man, we need, we we need to be able to be like I said, fully known, yeah. <laughs> fully loved. Yeah. Um, and then prompted to change, given the tools for change, and so I exactly. think that exactly. that that uh, my friend loving me caring about me yeah. saw that me holding whatever bitterness mm-hmm. you know or like letdowns if you will against my dad kept me from being the better dad the best dad I could be yeah. mm-hmm. you know and um yeah. and I had that That's conversation dope. with my dad you know and he he didn't re- he didn't respond in a way that was like you know, you have this ideal image, like the, the Hallmark Channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to run into him. Yeah, Dad, man. I'm sorry. Lifetime. You know, yep. lifetime story. Yep. Oh, son, yep. come to me. I've yep. always loved you. And, yep. you know, he, he just was like, mm-hmm, thank you. I
2: appreciate That's that. That's that old school right but, there.
1: but, you know, I could tell that that changed a different, like, it, it removed one of the layers yep. and barriers, mm-hmm. if you will, in our relationship. Because you can see, I really appreciate him. Yeah. Uh, and then he said, older, the older you get, you start realizing how much your parents, like your parents you are. Yeah. And there's things that I'll say to my kids. I'm like, Dad, I'll be laughing like my dad just say, blah blah blah. Yeah. Why don't say that? Because <laughs> that was kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. But but I do see how like gratitude, you know, it's important. Uh, it's important, you know, being yeah. able to say to somebody, "Thank you, you shaped my life in this way." That's a big step you for some people too. Yeah. So How a, did how did you feel big. once you did that and left and? Man, I, I felt like processed it. I felt like I I had this image of my the type of dad I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like in some ways God gave me the type of dad I needed mm-hmm. um, And that was That doesn't mean that my dad's perfect In any way My dad taught, To my knowledge My dad's not a Christian mm-hmm. uh, Anything like that It made that. you
2: into the man That but, you are now you know like That's Yeah, right. th- yeah. There, there was some yeah.
1: things about my dad That I look back on And not just my dad But other men in my life Exactly You yeah. know what I mean other, other men I remember one time Me and my dad got into it And he said you always looking to these men the cor- on the corner, like not in the corner, but like <laughs> these men in the streets. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like our yeah. neighbors, or whoever. To to, I'm your dad. Oh, and um, I remember saying to him, like, as in a in a gentle way, uh, I said, "Dad, you know, I love you. You're my dad. I respect you. But there were some things as a kid, I felt like I couldn't come to you with mm-hmm. because you weren't the person that's going to be quickly. Af- You're not going to be affirming. You're not going to hear yeah. me. Yeah, as someone that's trying to come to you and hear, like, receive wisdom from you. You will yeah, squash yeah, me yeah. under the, like, well, you better get that yeah, yeah, out of here. Yeah, like, yeah. you know,
0: like. I'm your daddy. Yeah, I'm yeah. your dad, you know.
1: Yeah. But, he... but, I, but, I, but I learned, but I, te- I said to my dad, you know, um, um, you know, um, there's things that I felt like I couldn't get from you, you know, that I had to get from somewhere else, or else that was gonna come from a negative place. Mm-hmm. It would've been a gap in me. And I, I know now, zooming out years mm-hmm. later, you know that um yeah. yeah, like God God has made us as people. This is why I went on this long thing, like <laughs> one of our dudes was like, drop breadcrumbs that you can you can get <laughs> get people to the loaf yeah, later. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like the whole thing about being made in God's image, we were we were made for that, mm-hmm. to receive that kind of love, affection, acceptance, et cetera, et cetera, correction, not just from our parents, but most of all from God, mm-hmm. you know, who gives us that, provides that for us. The uh, Bible even says, that like, God disciplines those, those he loves. You know what I mean? Like, my father, like, it even says, earthly fathers disciplined us in ways that were fitting to them. Mm. Though painful at the time, it meant, its fruits mm. were meant to produce wisdom. What? You know, and so, and so I think that for, for me, man, I look back on my relationship with my dad, different little friction points we've had has come from, one, our worldviews being completely different. Oh, yeah. But then, too, yeah. I've, yeah. I've learned you know, to appreciate, even different. though we're di- yeah, generation is different. Yeah, generations different. Yeah. But learning, like they say, one of my good friends once said, yo, you need to reject the rebelliousness of youth <laughs> and accept um, rebelliousness of the youth. And you need to reject the stubbornness of older people, mm-hmm. if you will, because we have to learn from each other to, to reach the culture, to engage Agreed. the culture. Agreed, And so um, I learned that, man, like, yeah, like I, I, can, I can be obstinate, I could be unforgiving, unloving. But as again, from a Christian standpoint, I've received infinitely more love, infinitely mm-hmm. more acceptance, infinitely more forgiveness, infinitely more charity than I could possibly fathom in Christ. Yeah. So my response is just like that mirror, to reproduce even in a fractured way, mm-hmm. exactly what i receive received into the other, in my relationship with my dad. Okay. So this beef we still have, this tension, there's things that I wish I could say to him that I haven't said up until this point but uh, I'm trusting that in God's timing some you know those things will happen and if not yeah. that God will give me other brothers and younger men that I could pour into right um right. Yeah. it's funny you see how how quickly time moves and you become the older dude fast man. <laughs> like, Fast, real quick yeah. Yeah. you know what
2: fast. I mean so I'm I want to piggyback back off something earlier when you were talking about just now like how there were there were areas where mm-hmm. you couldn't go to your dad yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying and for me as a father I'm probably for some of y'all too what things that make you better as a man mm-hmm. and having that self awareness is is knowing that you can still provide for your kids, even mm-hmm. if even if it's not directly from you. Right. And what I mean by like, if your child is going through something that you don't have experience in, mm-hmm. it's I like, still your of,
1: job. Let me interrupt you real quick, brother. Oh, okay. Let me let me say, I appreciate the fact that you're not limiting provision to finances. Oh yeah, right. Because well, yeah. I think yeah. that's dope, right? Yeah. Like, right, right, right. You yeah. catch the nuance you can't provide something for your kid. That doesn't mean financial. Like
2: exactly. you, are still at all.
1: A, you are still a father and a dope dad. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. if you can't, you don't have it all the about money
2: It ain't about the money, man. It's right? not like, about child support. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but I was just going to add like, to the fact that, let's say your child is struggling with something that's not in your area of expertise. Sure. However, it's still your job as a parent to go and find that child, your child, the help they need. And it could mm. be from another person. Right. And the main thing, one of the biggest common things about that is therapy. You're not a therapist I'm not a therapist Neither one of us Is a therapist But if your child Is struggling It's your job To get out there Research Mm -hmm. Find some therapists In that area And hook you Get your child straight
1: I I think that's real That's true But I I think it Going back to what I was saying before Mm -hmm. We become what we behold Right You know And I think that Generations prior Especially in in our community Black community Yeah the idea of seeking external help in terms of therapy would, is seen as like a misnomer. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Nah. It's a bad stigma right, 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 yeah. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Leon was that, the therapist. The barber was a therapist. The, yeah, right. The, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. the dude on the block with the beer yeah. in his hand. He's the yeah. therapist, yeah. which is false. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but <laughs> the it's, bartender. Right, the bartender, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, confessions in a bottle. You know what I mean? Facts. Uh, but, but at the same time, I think it takes a certain degree of not only... I think you keep saying self-awareness, mm-hmm. but I think... It takes a community, you know, There's a, the Western mind says, I think, therefore I am, right? Which is kind of place that onus is on personal thought rather than communal input. But the the, the Eastern mind or the African mind at one point would say, the community is, therefore I am. So yeah. you can't yeah. see yourself as, in, no individual is bigger than the community. And so it's not simple, I keep going back to this and I'm not trying to be corrective in any way. I'm just saying Self awareness is important, yes. Yeah. yeah. But self awareness coupled with communal awareness actually makes a better person. You're right. Yeah. As long 100%. as you have a healthy community.
2: The yeah. only problem is, we ain't got healthy communities right now. Right. Right. And right. It, ha- it has to start in the home, and then it goes yeah. out. You know. Mm-hmm. It, it's got to start with shaping
1: you. that too, right? Like do, oh, 100. Being, being you have to. what you never had yourself.
2: And that's where we at now. Right. Right. That's right, where right. we at. We We are becoming those men and trying yeah. to shape what what we didn't have, what we missed, what we didn't like. You know, and it's sometimes yeah. well, learning those negative behaviors.
1: Yeah, and, and sometimes too when you think about like, like my grandfather was born 1928. My wife's grandfather was born 198 1910. Okay. Like he was he, he he lived a long <laughs> time. He's dead now. Um but which means my wife's grandfather was a sharecropper was a sharecropper. Okay. Which means his father more than likely was a slave. So Talking about our community and self awareness and all this type of these type of things, mm-hmm. we have to understand. Like historically speaking, our community has not been given that as a a lineage, something you're passing down from one generation to the next. So we inherit yeah. and receive like historical and like historical and interpersonal familial trauma that we don't even have language for, like in right, our community. Right, 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 And so I think when we say self awareness, that's it, that is important. I think we're in an age where. Uh, Or a time in history where, thank God, you know, um, we we have access to certain things. But my father couldn't give me what he never received, right? Oh, yeah. And so his father couldn't give him what he never received. Like, like my family originally, I'm from Philly, like I said, but my family, uh, my father's family is from um, Florida, Sanford, Florida. Okay. And my mother's family is from Saluda, South Carolina. But they moved to the north during the Great Migration, Mm -hmm. you know, the the migration between 19... Fifteen, to mean, nineteen ten, and nineteen seventy five. There were three waves of migrating migrations from the south, from to the, the south, from the north to the west to the you know whatnot to yep. pursue racial oppression, seek economic opportunity, or just have a different, a better way of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good book that deals with that is called "The Warmth of Other Suns" by Isabel Wilkerson. Mm-hmm. And uh that's but that's on my books list. Right, right, but <laughs> but that's the thing. Yeah. Like that, like our families are byproducts of the things that have shaped them. Like I said yeah. earlier, you become what you behold. You know, and so I think it's important for us to give our, like, I didn't, looking years, looking years later, I'm 35 now, knowing what I now know, I look at my dad with a little more compassion. Yeah. Because of you, the fact you, that you empathize, things, you
2: relate a little bit. Right, like yeah. that doesn't that He
1: couldn't explain to you. Right, right, right. But now yeah. when you, you've right. gone through
2: some experiences, yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah. I see he couldn't talk about it. Right, right, right. But I, I understand. Something. Like our grandparents,
1: right? Some of my grandparents never, my grandfather never told me about anything that was like when he was growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? My yeah. my father even barely talks about some of the stuff that he seen when he was growing up. But it's my responsibility to as I've learned and our responsibility, I would say. As we learn, as we, we grow and mature, and we in our thinking, et cetera, mm-hmm. and we learn more about our family's history, and un, un, that's why I think people in our community. Let me say this to the viewer:
3: mm-hmm. the
1: the people in our community, we members of our community, we need to get serious about reading and learning history. You know, they say the only thing that we use, sadly, they say the thing that we usually learn from history is that we usually don't learn from history, right? Uh, and if you don't know your history, you're going to repeat it. And so I think that when it comes to our community, we need to learn, why is it that grandpa was like this? Why is it that yeah. mom's was like this? What made, what made my mom do, get, like, resort to drugs? What made my yeah. grandmother be, you know, do, be on alcohol? Like, what made my grandfather? What made, what made these people be well, like what they are? It's, it's internal decisions. You're right. Because, but it's also social conditions that produce the people that we've received. But like, you know right. what that is, though? That's What's you that? being aware. But there's a thing. <laughs> but you there's a there's a thing. I think that there's a certain like, you know, I always say this: the person you I am I'm engaging right now, mm. you and we are you're engaging me. I'm mm-hmm. engaging you. Is the person that the real us underneath all the layers and all of the baggage, all of the trauma, all of the all of that has had to become to engage the world as they've received it.
2: Okay, I can. And see so that.
1: that doesn't mean everything that that person is and says and does is right, mm-hmm. but they're protecting something really vulnerable, the real them, underneath all of that stuff. Right, right, right. There's a certain aspect of who you are that I will never know, yeah. that he will never know, and vice versa. However, I think that that over time and with maturity, hopefully, and with community, and I would even say with like understanding God's intention for your, your creation, I don't mean some, you gonna get some money, I don't mean that, mm-hmm. I mean, like, what, you, what is God's creative intent? Yeah, what's, what's, what are we doing this for? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, you get goal? to that, it's like, over time, hopefully, and the biblical word for that, for the, um, for the Christian, is sanctification. Like, mm-hmm. God, through his spirit, is making you more like what you will be in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, what the believer will be like in the end. But over time, those layers are getting peeled back. And it's like, mm-hmm. the, you start realizing, yeah. like, I don't have to be so... Angsty. I don't. I don't yeah. have to be the main one talking every time I jump into a room. I don't have to be so. I don't have to snap every time somebody says something I don't like. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like yeah, whatever. Like yeah. I, I don't have to be that because re- I'm learning more of what I was actually created for. Exactly. And so exactly. I think that that like as I'm engage, as we engage our families and um, family members and whatnot, our kids as fathers, we have to be able to see like I, shamefully, I, I snap at <laughs> my kids sometimes. I, I'm too sharp with my words sometimes. Uh-huh. I, but but. There comes a time when not just seeing my, my kids seeing me fail, yeah. if you will, um, like in life circumstances, but fail them. Sometimes yeah. I have to yeah. go to my, like yeah. often, make a, we have a regular practice of confession and repentance to our kids. Really? What do you mean by failing your kids? For example, I just said a moment ago, sometimes I'm too sharp with my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, i give you an example, a practical example, real one. Earlier today. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's real recent. Right, isn't. Real recent. I'm not saying like 50 years ago, you know. But uh, that's another thing too. As men, I think we, as fathers, we want to be good at is like own your failures in the moment.
2: It's important, mm-hmm. right? It's important.
1: Rather than like 10 years later, your kid come back to you and say, "Remember when you said that to me yep. in the store? It hurt yep. me because of blah blah blah." And that, but again, that takes people in a family unit. I would suggest I mean, my wife being it sometimes. Come to me and say, you know, you really, you really hurt her when you said that. Mm-hmm. So an example of that would be in my life has been today. My kids were my wife's pregnant, and um, sometimes my kids they want to jump all over her and hug her. And my son, he's short, he's
3: mm-hmm. right so at he, the stomach, right at the stomach, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's tackles yeah. exactly <laughs> <like>, oh, <laughs> her. She's,
1: she's like really protective of yeah. me, yeah. and I had to tell him, son, yeah. like we yeah. were in a grocery Can't store, <laughs> right? We were in the grocery store earlier, man, and. Um, my son was trying to show my wife something in the store that he wanted. She's like, mommy, mommy, mommy. And she was wake walking away. She had passed him. And we have another thing in our home. We said, Don't get don't let me get beyond you. You come to me. Okay. Um, but that's a just a that's a productive thing. Like, yeah, you shouldn't be behind me. We together. Something can happen to I'm you. I'm telling you. You know, and, um my, he ran up to it me. It was on distance for me. Right. When he, I was a kid. <laughs> right. He 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 would like come, he came to he grabbed something what he had. And was running, charging to my wife, and I just looked at her eyes. Mm. She looked at me. I looked at her, and she just like frowned. Oh br- man, that good communication. Yeah. Breaking herself. He's about to attack what the mess. And I had like I put my hand on his shoulder to stop him. Boom, and yeah. he, he tripped and stumbled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't trying to hurt him. i was right. trying right, to protect right, her. Right, right. And um he, oh you hurt me. You hurt my leg. You pushed me down. Yeah. And um in the moment, I was like. No, I didn't push you down. I you were into the store, yeah. and I, I I had I was right, you know, yeah. like for what what I did, I thought I was right, and um, we were walking, and he was like not trying to hold my hand in the store. Yeah, he, he was, was upset. With he, you. Was upset. Yeah, he was upset. He was mad, upset with you, you know? Yeah. And I had to, We were buying grapes, right? We had the cash at the cash register, and they had grapes on the side. And um, I looked at my son and said, "Alex, yeah. Daddy did not mean to hurt you." I was wrong for the way that I grabbed you that way. But you were charging at mommy. And I don't think you even meant to hurt her. You wouldn't right. have meant to hurt her. But my love for mommy and my love for you means that I'm protecting you from hurting her. I'm also protecting you from hurting yourself.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. But in that,
1: I hurt you. Yeah. Please forgive me. Daddy was wrong.
2: You see, that's clear communication right, right there. Right.
1: Man. But, but that, yeah. that takes a certain, like, when I was younger, phew. exactly. Yeah. Kids ain't right. Yeah. Kids yeah. is always wrong. Oh, yeah. right? you don't, yeah. don't even
2: talk. You know, kids or seen, not heard. Seen, not heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. But
1: but the reality is, too. Going back to what I said earlier, <clears throat> form and fill. Yeah. Like if if I don't give my kids a category for something, I can't expect them to live like in yeah, the world. Yeah, man, they're gonna struggle. They're gonna struggle. And so and so, in a they're similar, gonna fill it with the wrong things. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's times where like not just in that. I had to. Daddy, sorry. I will be. Mind, I'll try to be mindful.
2: Yeah, but um, but, but you also explain to him like, exactly. like you did. this is what you because these kids yeah because yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're just they're acting the They're impulse just, they're yeah. impulsing and yeah, yeah. then you yeah. got to explain hey you can't do X Y Z right this right, is right. why I did X Y Z right 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 you right. know so they don't just look at you coming down on them and,
1: and there's other times where it's not it's not so cut and dry you did this oh yeah, it. yeah sometimes my like I'll be flat out wrong fatherhood is fun ain't it? one time I Ooh. discipline <laughs> so one thing that we do to our like we we discipline our kids, um. Physical discipline is the very last thing. Yeah, but we also don't. <laughs> Daddy don't take no mess. <laughs> but uh, we have this thing in our home. No nonsense. You mm-hmm. know, no nonsense. Yeah. You know, but there's times we have to discipline our kids. And one thing we always do is before we discipline them, we say, "This, you, this is what I'm expecting of you. Do you understand?" Mm-hmm. And I say, "Yes, mm-hmm. sir. We understand." Both my kids. Do you understand? Yes. So yeah. when I come back, I'm expecting you to have this. And when I leave. I'm going to give you this much time to clean this room. When I come back, the room should be clean. Do yeah, you understand? As a standard. Yeah. Yes, I understand. Mm-hmm. The crowd come back. The room isn't clean. Discipline time. Yeah. I'm not giving no warnings. I'm not giving no chances. <laughs> uh-huh. None of that because instant obedience, yeah. delayed obedience is disobedience. It is. You know. And so what I do, though, it's not always, now it depends on the circumstance, right? Yeah. But when we discipline them, we bring them into a, a designated spot every time, mm-hmm. and we tell them, I tell my. I, I'm usually the one that does it, um, I'll say, Sophia or Alex, this is what you've done. Right. And they they know, because they've understood. Yep. You yep. know, you you, the you, you understood, dead. right? Yeah. This is what you've done. This is what daddy said. You disobeyed what daddy said. I want them to trust my word. They need that to. I'm going to do important. what I'm going to say. But because God is that way. Yeah. Like. He said, God says a thing, you have to trust his word, and you, I'm laying before you a choice. You can obey, or you can disobey. Yeah, and there'll be and, consequences. I mean, there'll be con- there's <laughs> yeah. blessings of obedience, yeah. consequences of disobedience. That's mm-hmm. the, all the way, especially if you read the Old Testament. God is like, I will do this positive thing yeah. if you obey. I'll do this negative thing if you disobey. But both are for your good. Right. Right. And so I said to my, I'll say to my kids, I used to just, before this, he's just, didn't I say the that, 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 Da, 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 da. and then they're left in their shame they're left in their hurt don't go to your room but then and I and they learned, don't trust you right but then I learned you know I um, say uh, now this is what we do yeah. this is and you know, I'll say do you understand they'll, they'll, they'll agree they, if they disobey I'll bring them to the spot when it's time to be disciplined if it's a disciplinable thing mm-hmm. I'll say this is what daddy said this is what you did because of that you're going to be disciplined Right. And we tell them. I tell them how many times I'm going to discipline. I'm going to spank them. I'll say, Daddy's going to. He's and my son was like, How many times? Like, <laughs> You're get, you getting the stands. whole agenda. You got the agenda right. set up. The because itinerary. I'm them, right? right. That's discipline. It's training. Yeah. You know. And I'll say, Daddy's mm-hmm. going to spank you three times. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do it three times. Power. Not. This is not like light. light. This is hard spanks. Three times. One, two, three. Yeah. And afterwards, they're crying. And they want my daughter, get away from me. My daughter's scared. And I pull her close to me and say, Daddy, his love for you never left. Yeah. My affection for you is just the same as it was before I had to spank you. As a matter of fact, I'm with you in this. I'm enduring this with you. Um, then I'll sit and after she's crying. There, my son or daughter is crying. I'm holding them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm crying, because you know, it hurts me more than it hurts you. Mm-hmm. It don't look like it when you just beating me from a distance. Does, you, know, <laughs> you know, but you know, like we do mm-hmm. that and I hold them close and I'm like, and i reiterate my love for them. I yeah. love you, I'm for you, I'm with you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's, and another another thing I say, this is the, the close it. Yeah. I'll pray with them, I'll pray for them, and then right before we leave, I say, I'm never, I'm not gonna hold this against you, I'm not gonna bring it back up. Yeah. But your disobedience, this is the response, to your disobedience. Then I'll say this daddy and mommy will never, ever, ever discipline you again mm-hmm. if you only obey.
0: Hmm. And what you so? Yeah, what you yeah. think about some some people don't believe in spankers and
1: yeah? Well, I know you're gonna go to the Bible yeah. and spare the rod. <laughs> well, 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 <laughs> I, I think I think physical discipline is uh-huh. of some benefit. don't spare that I think physical discipline is of some benefit. I think uh-huh. I get what some parents mean. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I I, learn, I, I do is like I can help counsel families, mm-hmm. and one of the things that um. I understand, like, you know, every everything doesn't deserve a discipline. That's right. right. Every every disobedient act mm-hmm. doesn't require physical discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, with my kids, they respond well to, like, routine and discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and also, understand, giving them grace at times, like, yeah. yo, everything doesn't require discipline. But like I said before, there are some things, sometimes I should say, like, I've had to discipline my kids. I've disciplined my kids and I went too far I disciplined them out of anger or... Yeah. Like, yeah. I, more of it is sometimes I'll, it's not that they've done something wrong. It's that I'm offended. <laughs> like, uh, and, and, and you got to take ego out of it. Right, yeah. yeah. You, you got to take, you have to take, as much as you can, you have to yeah. acknowledge, I'll bring something to the table that can make this all bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, both of us, my kids are bringing their behavior. Yeah. I'm bringing my own, and my wife is constantly reminding me, you are the adult. <laughs> like, like, don't let them, <laughs> don't let yeah. their behavior make yeah. you act out of character. Yeah. You have to be consistent. And I'm like, you know what? That's true. Hmm. But yeah, there are times I had to. I have to confess to my kids, like, daddy was wrong. I shouldn't have, you know, said what I said. I shouldn't have done what I've done. And um, thankfully, at this point, they're kids, and so kids yeah. have a short memory. I love you, daddy. You know, or I still love you, daddy. It's okay. For the
2: most part, they can
1: remember you saying, owning up to yeah, it, yeah. apologizing. and And, and like, Think about the ratio, right? Like, yes. I don't want my my over and my oh, my too far's to yeah. outweigh my graces. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, they will remember that. Will rem- oh, you, remember al- that. you always do the craziest thing, and then yeah. you say I'm sorry, yeah. like that's supposed to and change. And they gonna come to you because they but, gonna expect you to wild out. Right, 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 right. And yeah. you know, and and I want to, you know, cultivate trust because yeah. I believe God does that. Like. We can trust his word because of his track record of trustworthiness. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? I always tell my my wife and other young men that I'm building with, kind of discipling, I tell them, like, yo, you want to build up a track record of faithfulness that people can trust. They can look back on your character and say, mm-hmm. this dude is I, I can trust Tim because Tim is like this, 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 yeah. this, this. Yeah. And and when he steps out of character, he's quick to acknowledge it. Like,
3: yeah.
1: um, but that just how goes to show like you. You cannot live out of an identity you don't actually have. You're right. You're you know right. what I mean? And, and I, so, I think for
2: men, yeah, it's it's good for us to build up, you know, a level of where the trust is so high that if right. you try to lie, people don't believe you.
1: Right. You right, know what right, I'm saying?
2: Right, right. And that's, 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 that's next level right there mm-hmm. because you don't want to be the other way around where right. all you do is lie. And then when you try to tell the truth- People right. don't believe you. Right. It's like the border you. cry you wolf, right? Yeah. right? Yeah, you don't right. want to be on that that side of the spectrum, yeah. man. Yeah,
1: and, and we want to cultivate, you know, that kind of trust. And that ha- that happens through every way—excuse me, every day, ordinary, regular, mundane things, like yeah. being where you say you're going to be, do what you say you're going to do. And that's just faithfulness, you know mm. what I mean? Like, faithfulness demands that no, when no one's forcing you, mm. what will you be, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think as— as, as a father, I want to actually um, model that. Like, okay. who are you? And, I, and, and not just who you are. Um, I think for men, for fathers, we always have to ask ourselves, who are we, excuse me, who are we becoming?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And um, without that, then we're, we're actually, yeah. without addressing that, who am I becoming? So like you're always being made into something's image, the yeah. image of something. Uh, you you,
2: you, you got to yeah. be mindful, too, of the people that are watching you because yeah. you are an example. That's true. You know, especially men with sons. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to you want to set a standard and precedent that your son is going to look at you and be like, "I want to be like that." Yeah. I want to. I want to have that. Now, when I, I'm I'm an '80s kid, mm-hmm. so I grew up like, you know, in the old... Stone Age. be all like T- that. Tell
1: us about Fred. Yeah. Come, come on, tell us about mm-hmm. the. the...
2: Feet. On, oh, okay. What I'm going to get I'm... on is like, because <laughs> I grew up in a single parent home yeah, and yeah. With your I grew your up dads? just with my mom, okay, gotcha. but I grew up with a lot of TV dads too. Mm. And black TV dads back in the eighties and the nineties was, that was, that was where it was at, you right, know, right. Uh, Uncle Phil, you know, Carl Winslow, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just, I always admired, cause I looked at those two cause they, they kind of stu- stood out to me back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um like Carl Winslow was always loving caring but he was funny. Mm-hmm. He was that dad who would mm-hmm. laugh with you. And then Uncle Phil was always like loving firm. Yeah. And he was like he was like naive. Don't play games with me, but if you need me, I'm in your corner. Right, I got right, your right. back. And so I kind of like loved having mm. watching those two mm. type of fa- types of fatherhoods grow up and I was like, man, I want my fatherhood, my type of fatherhood. Yeah. To, to kind of strive like to and, have
1: that. And that's the thing about growing up in a in a uh a single parent home situation yeah. when you don't have an actual person to measure yourself up to and yeah. against. Yeah. You begin to develop like a composite sketch in your mind. Yeah man like, you try your best. These pieces of different type of men that you've seen, my yeah. men that you've been around, things you've seen on TV, movies, media, culture guys down the block. Yeah. You know, when I was growing up, I had a dude that lived on my street, uh, <laughs> Tim. Um, he he actually was a, a DJ, yeah, and he used to um, he took he used to take me to parties with him and let me set up turntables yeah. and DJ like he used to let like teach me how to DJ, how to blend, how to do all that stuff. And he got me into hip hop, rapping, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But I looked up to him not as a father, but like a big brother. Right, you know, right. I had big brothers, but they weren't real close to me relationally yeah. because I. Families and single parents. dynamic homes, was different. The dynamic was different, right? Yeah. And so there was a lot of dudes in my life that I look at like my dad was the center, but these guys filled in the blanks. You know what I mean? Like my yeah, dad man. was the picture, yeah. and these guys kind of colored within that picture. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's true. Like the, the adage is, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. You know, and it, I think it takes a village to make a man. Yeah, you know, it whatever, does,
0: bro. So, yeah. It does. Well, we we go to end it right here. You yeah, know, yeah. people' <laughs> attention spans are short. You already yeah, yeah, know yeah. that. And you can see, y'all can see that I didn't say much at all because <laughs> this guy right here, I know he likes to talk. You know, we talk a lot. And I, I like to listen to him. I like, oh, I like to man, listen to him. Man. But Appreciate in closing, you. in closing, what would y'all, as fathers, and what would y'all get to other fathers, young fathers, uh, fathers yeah. who are trying to do the right thing, what would y'all give them?
2: I think uh, for me, man, it's kind of what I, what I touched on earlier is get out your own way, mm. you know? Don't block yourself from trying to be a better father. Right. Or a better man mm-hmm. um, You got some things That's going on Some unresolved issues Some mm-hmm. unresolved traumas Get help You know mm-hmm. Try to get help To figure out How you can get past Those traumas So they don't become obstacles
3: mm-hmm.
2: And they just mm-hmm. don't block you Block you and your family And things like that Or your community You
0: know Yeah so. And give, give them something short Not too long Nah,
1: nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah yo, I yo First I appreciate y'all Letting mm-hmm. me come and chop it up With y'all Right um. Yeah, what I would tell fathers, especially young fathers, is uh, well, one, one, one for older, younger, one for older. Um, for the yo- for the younger, like get into the lives of some older fathers, some dudes who have been there. Um, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Make making sure that you can check what you're doing up against other people, because we all have something we we type of person we ascribe to be a desire to be. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have a, a good model, you know you, you you're, you're going to only reproduce you're the same type the of sauce. stuff that you yeah. you've experienced. And um, and two for older fathers, I would say, if your kids are older, consider to consider how you can actually, you know, pour into some younger dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only that, but like how you your kids still need you, even though even if they're adults, you know. What yeah. I mean? you oh know? yeah, it never it's stops. So, There's so many times that I've yeah. I've I wished that I could just have a conversation. You know, with my dad or older other men, like man, I'm processing this. Yeah. I'm wrestling with this financial thing. I'm thinking about this with my wife. We 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 had a conflict over this thing, and thankfully, I got a lot of older men in my life yeah. that can help me with that. But, but as an older man, think look out look out for the young dudes that's trying to find their way. And uh, maybe if you ain't got it all together, you still could be a good example, uh, possibly
2: today. That's what I was talking about earlier. So, yeah. We gotta have that camaraderie, yeah, man. Yeah, we so gotta we be we gotta be able to bounce on off one each another. other. Hundred percent. Hundred percent.
0: That was kind of short. That was kind of short. Oh, I appreciate (laughs) that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, as y'all can see, I usually have my phone propped up. I ain't even had no questions prepared for this guy, right? (laughs) Because he can go.
1: Oh, man. I appreciate uh, you. But
0: I would say this. Make sure you, as a father and you have kids, make sure you tell your kids you love them. 100%. Mm, 100% Make man. sure they know That I you love them Not <laughs> just uh, yeah, I came in And not just showing in and it.
1: stole the thunder Hey he said The most important, important right part
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Most not important part Not just showing action right, right.
0: verbally Make sure yeah. you say I love you For and sure And they know mm-hmm. you I mean everyday Morning Night yeah. Yeah. Whenever it comes to mind Make sure they know That you love them Yeah For yeah. sure yeah. yeah. So, uh, how can they find you, Marsh?
1: Yeah, man, you could find me. Uh, <laughs> I don't really have a whole bunch of platforms. I'm a regular dude. Uh, okay. Man. And so uh, you could find me on my, I guess, my Facebook. Right, right. Who does that go for, for Facebook it, man? Anymore? Give me go your last name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you call me Morris. old. Oh, hey. I don't have a Facebook. That's what I'm saying <laughs> I, I use it, I use it for the old folks. You got MySpace too. <laughs> got a Black Planet. Oh, but, uh, yeah. uh nah. You can find mm. me uh, if you, if anybody wants to chop it up or learn or like build off anything you heard me or uh, me say. Mm. You can reach me. Just email me. I love I love to, to meet and folks. And, uh, and build especially if you're in the area um, you can reach me at Maurice Wilson that's M-A-U-R-I-C-E W-I-L-S-O-N 215 at gmail.com um, I'm thinking about starting one of these myself you understand? me go for me. it man yeah. go for um, it just chop it up and just something where we can just build with, with, with one another so yeah, yeah. for sure
0: right. well there you have it for another hour and Some Change episode I think he got the longest run right now oh, <laughs> of the yeah. Impel yeah. Ford Podcast for sure. so stay tuned for more Yeah, peace. Peace. If you like what you saw, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Impel Ford podcast.